Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to another episode of Collider Body Slam Smackdown Recap. I am your host as always, one of your hosts rather, John Roca. Uh, I can't wait to dive into Smackdown. Had a lot more fun with this than I did Raw, uh, which seems to be the pattern lately. Uh, but we can't talk about it without, of course, Ryan Satin over there from the Pro Wrestling Sheet. You are the host. You're the host. What? It's what? okay. You're the host. I'm the co-host. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I like you being the host. I, you know, You're a good host. I, I like to not uh, put titles on people. No, so, no, no. no, you, no really? this, you are the host of this show, Don right. Roca. Welcome to 
my show. No, I'm just, just joking. Uh, no, but like, listen, this is the, we're like the Miz and Marines. We go together, totally. man. This is how it works. Yes. Um, uh, and so anyway, Ryan, overall feelings about SmackDown before we dive into it, match by match. How did you feel coming? Like, you look rested. You look. You recovered yeah. from all in. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got some shit for your hat, apparently, <laughs> from some douche on the internet, and got some stuff going on. Which I, I love when people go at you. I'm like, what is wrong with you guys, man? Let Ryan love wrestling and enjoy what he's doing. I'm getting better. I I, th- I, I swear to God, I think uh, to my, my trip to Chicago this weekend has, yeah. has finally, finally helped me get over. Uh, caring about people talking shit on Twitter, right? And I'm sure at some point something bad will happen. I'll look like an idiot for saying this, but um, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I my whole trip in general, uh, I drove to Chicago or drove Chicago, flew to Chicago, and I watched uh, the Mister Rogers documentary. Oh, nice! And Won't you, know you be what? my neighbor? Yeah, and you know what? It, it kind of resonated with yeah. me a little bit as someone who you know sometimes I forget that I am in the in, in the public spotlight a yeah. little bit, you know, you know, because I have you know I run the site and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and it was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to be as nice to as many people as possible. Like it's that's all that's that's all that really that's what I want people to think yeah. of me as. So I'm, I'm trying to get better. At that I'm really trying. Yeah. Uh, Listen, have, we're Latinos, man. It's tough for us to stay <laughs> out of the fight. It's it really, really we like to dive in. That's what we've been. That's what we've been built to do. And so it's tough to stay out of the fight, especially on social media. Yeah, my mom always always uh, raised me to say something back if someone was talking yeah. shit. So yeah. It, it has definitely been a change in my life, but I, you know, it's a, it's a welcome one. Uh, <laughs> but we also get good tweets. Yes, we get so tweets. many good tweets, and I'm yeah, trying to get do. better. I, I, that's why I made. I, I laugh. I honestly was laughing at that other one because the guy yeah. was like calling me a poser, basically for wearing a, a Bullet Club poser. hat. Uh, <laughs> it's it's old school. I haven't been called that one in a while. Yeah. But uh, they sell Bullet Club shirts at Hot Topic, <laughs> so you kind of can't where I, pose. Where I got the hat too. Yeah. I was like shopping for Bullet Club stuff yeah. when I was there. Where did you get it? In the wrestling underground, the black market, the authentic <laughs> thing. Down in the slums, <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, but but yes, Anyways, like, like you yeah. said, we do get the positive ones too. The we do. I should actually give a shout out to this guy because he was awesome. Uh, Brendan O'Brien left a comment in the YouTube channel that said, "You guys have arrived my love for wrestling after being a very casual and basically non-existent fan for years, oh. and that made me like super happy." Thank that, you. Yeah, that was very rad. Yeah. Um, so really, those those messages are much more appreciated than the ones calling me a bitch ass Mark Ho <laughs> or whatever whatever it was. Uh, even though he called me adorable, which was cute. He did. Uh, but to answer your question, I. Yes. I, I got a little rested uh, last night. I, I ended up falling asleep. I, I watched like half a SmackDown last night, mm-hmm. and then I, I I fell asleep. I probably shouldn't say which match I fell asleep during, <laughs> but I fell asleep at some point, and uh, I think it was actually during the commercial. I fell asleep during the commercial, sure, and sure. Uh, iconics. Yeah, go ahead. Go. <laughs> I know. Uh, actually, I yeah, you probably did. You probably during. did. Uh, actually, oh, you're right. That is that's like right in the middle of the show. That is like when I fell asleep. Shit. Yep. Um, <laughs> Hate to break it to you, uh, but uh, yeah. So I, I uh, but but I watched the rest when I came into work today. Um, overall, it was good. It was better than yeah. Raw. That's yeah. for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It kicked off with Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella doing their uh, promo about the match coming up here uh, at Hell in a Cell about the mixed tag match they're having with Maris, Maris and me, is Miz and Maurice. God <laughs> bless. Go. <laughs> I, my brain is going nuts right now. Uh, they talked about them, you know, uh, calling them out and all this kind of stuff that was happening, and uh, then then Sian uh, Almas. And Zelina came out instead, and they had a little bit of a, a back and forth there, uh, and then they set up a match uh, between them that's gonna that, that ended up happening uh, between uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, and uh, 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 Shane Almas. So, uh, did you like this promo? It was a little. It didn't have the fire that I'd seen from Brian and yeah. Bree before. Yeah, I agree with you there. And also, I felt like that weird setup where they showed Miz and Maurice yeah. from WWE.com earlier. 
doing like an empty arena yeah. promo, calling them out, didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. And this was the one of the main running themes throughout the episode was this kind of thread of uh, them avoiding each other until they finally yeah. you know, came face to face at the end of the episode. Right. Um, you know, I yeah, I I didn't love this promo, and I yeah, it's just funny because you know also you know in addition to not loving the promo, I thought that like. One of the biggest talking points coming out of Raw, I think, was Brie Bella's uh, botched suicide dive yeah. that we that we spoke about on here. Sure, um, but it was funny that that was the big talking point. Of, like everyone was mad Brie Bella wrestling again, and then and she's still doing the dual superstar thing. So yeah. she started off the show. Nothing was mentioned about it. I, I was wondering if they were going to do something, maybe like a little tongue in cheek about yeah. it, just kind of like him, maybe even backstage, like when they were talking once, like doing like, a, hey, don't do like what you did last <laughs> night or whatever, like as a joke to kind of play off it, to kind of squash yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I didn't. I, I kind of felt like this was a little too similar to what we've seen from them in the past, and I would yeah. kind of like a little bit of progression. Um, so yeah, I, did, I wasn't huge on this, but uh, but I do still like the whole storyline that's going on between them. I like that this was a thread going out throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had the the match between Brian and Almas. They went at it. Uh, the match seemed to, it was a, it was kind of short. It didn't get going uh, in enough time for me to 100 percent thoroughly enjoy the totally. match. It was a good, there were some good spots, good moves. Some of the moves were repeated from last week, which were a little was a little weird for me. Yep. Uh, but uh, overall, and I don't know how much longer he has to wear that Seattle Seahawks. Uh, uh, outfit because I liked it the first couple of times. Now I'm like, no, I need a little change up. Well, I remember Is it on when purpose because he, he's from yeah. Pacific Northwest. It was, I believe, it was on purpose because I remember when he first came back. He okay. he said that uh, he did like some kind of interview where he said he had two sets of uh, outfits. Like he's got the old Daniel Bryan's outfit yeah. and like the new Daniel Bryan's outfit, okay. and the new one was Seattle Seahawks colors, and uh, that's kind of like representative of like the new Daniel Bryan right. that's going to be going forward, uh, and the other trunks were like representative of the old Daniel Bryan that we saw, and so when he first had his first match back, he did the old one, yeah. uh, but now we're seeing the new one, uh, so I, yeah, I, don't, I don't mind it, I feel like okay. there is a, <clears throat> a little bit of a noticeable difference in yeah. his... Uh, in his style, since he's kind of been with the blue outfit, yeah, and stuff. right, yeah, yeah, yeah you absolutely. noticed that too, yeah, yeah. yeah I was thinking, I was, it was hitting me like, what's different? Oh, there's something different here in how he's fighting in these trunks versus how he fought in the other trunks. Uh, it's he, interesting. He, there was also there was that one part in the match where Andrade did like a drop salt that yeah. looked so cool when Daniel was going to the outside. Oh man, and he did like that drop salt. It, it looked so. I know he wasn't going for the drop right, salt right, like right. Paul London used to do, but it ended up looking that way because he didn't want to land on you know in a bad way on yeah. the ground or shoulder or something like that. So it looked awesome. I also the kick was fantastic. I forgot to mention. My favorite part about the promo. I, okay. I, I, I was, All right. Go I, ahead. I meant to put a note down for myself so I wouldn't forget it. But we talked last week about how Andrade has been struggling a little. He's not the, the best on the mic. Yes. My, my favorite part was when they gave him the mic this week. Um, he at one point he did the quotations, yeah. but he did it around the term Daniel Bryan, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. He was like Daniel Bryan, and it was like. And, my, and I just saw Blockers when I was yeah. on the plane, the oh, John yeah. Cena movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, of course. My friend Kay Cannon directed it. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, love, I, I thought it was great. I it was, it's such a good movie. And people gave it a bad rap when it came out. I saw like, bad reviews for it. It didn't do like as well as I think I, yeah. I, I expected it to. I, my girlfriend and I on the plane, we were like, yeah. why didn't people... It's so why, funny. What were people talking about? This was great. Yeah. John Cena was hilarious. He was. It. But one of the things he does in the movie that I thought was funny was when he does that. He like does quotes during the yeah. wrong thing. And so <laughs> it's it, not how you do that. It's, it's not, not how, how you do that. Yeah, you're using them wrong. <laughs> so that's totally how Andrade was like, Daniel Bryan cracked me up. Uh, uh, but yeah, the match itself, uh, it was very much, it was very similar to last week. Yeah, very, yeah. very similar yeah, to last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was going to be a longer match. But I'll tell you something. 
at the end was really interesting to me because Brie almost went heel. That's a heel move. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can Zelina see that. Selena wasn't like Selena was just saying like you got you got the victory. It's not like shit. They cheated to get the victory and then they wanted to gloat over you. Yeah, you got the victory. They she was just pointing her finger and trying to get out of the ring, and then Brie out of nowhere because Brian goes, "Yeah, go get her." And Brie Brie grabs her, punches her, and then sets her up for the knee to the face. And that knee to the face is damn good. Man. I've always loved that move. Woo, that's a damn good move. I used to make that one of my uh, wrestlers finishers in, in oh, really? WWE 2K. I oh, think it sense. looks awesome. It's a yeah. Great move. It is. Um, yeah, I. It was slightly a little bit of a heel move, but but right. But I like that Bree is like trying to make up for lost time, where she's just going to beat up anyone right yeah, now. Like that yeah. seems. She's like in full mom mode, where she's got her mom strength on, and she's just ready to fight. Like she's been stuck at home changing diapers for the past yeah. like year. And she's like, no, Here no, I want to beat some bitches up. Like let's do this. I want to punch some faces. <laughs> it would be nice if they got into the situation where she starts to become like super excited about getting into these fights, and Brian has to like he's the pacifist that's trying like, no, honey, we don't do. What do you? doing is no we gotta we gotta win i don't like what they're saying about you blah, blah, blah. that would be interesting to see if they progress forward with that uh, as a possible angle i i the only i, I like honestly I, people gave her too much shit about the suicide thing i don't care about that suicide diving it happens every yeah. wrestler blows spots Every wrestler messes stuff up. It's how it goes yeah. in the ring. The best wrestlers have done that. Yeah. yeah. And I'd rather you mess up trying to high fly and move than mess up doing a simple move. Like Absolutely. Small package or some bullshit. And the fact that she went for it again is yeah. like that she's stupid. That's how ballsy she mm-hmm. is. That she was willing to go try it again. Even she walked it up again. Like, yeah. Because I think the first one wasn't her fuck up. Right. The second one was her yeah. fuck up. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, props to Brie Bella. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that she's going in. She's, she's going full force with it in this comeback. I just wanted to stop yelling her own slogan. I don't want. I don't Hate say primo. Don't I hate that you don't like that. I don't say it. Just do it. Because you're asking the audience to cheer you. And to me, that's I'm, as an old school wrestling fan, I'm like, you don't ask the audience to cheer for you. It's different when you're outside the ring and you're clapping. That's different because you want to get the audience behind you. But when you're like stopping in the middle to go in the center of the ring to go primo, I'm just to me, it just drives me. You What's know, there's like that and suck it. It's like they were going like suck, suck it. it's different. Suck it's different. Why is because it different? Suck it's not about you. You're not saying you're not saying Triple H suck it. You know Triple H tells you to suck it. What about what about Macho in the ring going like oh yeah? Yeah, but again, those are slogans that if not your name is not in those slogans. So the Brimo thing is what oh, bothers because her name is yes, in it. Yes, that's what bothers me. But the it's thing my bothers, thing. It's the my thing that bothers thing. me about it, and I. I am all I mean, about Hogan pre-mode. said Hogan leg drop before he dropped it. You'd be like, what the fuck? Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> the only thing that, that, that I always think is funny about it is that Brie mode is technically getting drunk. So, like, if you watch Total <laughs> Divas, like, when you're getting into Brie mode, when she right. gets into Brie mode, it's her getting wasted. That's right. So that's always my favorite part about it is it's literally, like, her going, like, I'm wasted <laughs> before she beats someone up. And so I think technically that's why I like it so much. Fair enough. Uh, and I can I, yeah, respect that. I, I, yeah, that's my main reasoning behind it. I just, to me, the, as I look at this uh, rivalry, and they're getting the best of, of Almas and, and uh, Vega, I just, I don't understand. Like, uh, why are they being used as fodder for the Miz and Brian thing? I like, kind of like it. You, th- you don't I think, think they're bearing them a little bit? Nah, I think they're getting the Rubski from uh, being okay. involved with, t- I mean, Daniel Bryan and The Miz, arguably one of the best yes. feuds in going WWE Certainly right now. on SmackDown, if not the whole Certainly. company. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I don't know. I think being able to kind of give Andrade the rub a little bit, involve him, get him seen by people who might fast forward a little bit through one of his matches against okay. Sin Cara, um, I think it could help him. I don't yeah. think putting the mic, I don't think giving him the mic in these scenarios helped him at all. I didn't understand how bad it was till last week. Yeah. No, it, 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 I don't think giving the mic him, giving oh. him the mic is a good plan at this point, but I do right. think involving him with a big angle, since they clearly don't have any Thing going for him right now. Yeah. 
Um, similar to how Elias is doing the women's evolution yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. I think it just helps kind of build up uh, 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 Andrade a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I love Andrade also as a Latino wrestler, but also because of what he did in NXT and the way he turned it around. Yeah. And how Zelina has really helped him. And I don't want them to get lost in the mix. You know, as Do you a, think take, him taking too many losses this early will hurt yeah, him like it has yeah. the Ascension and other call Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Zelina, too, taking the even losses if it's as like, well. Even if it's Daniel Bryan, who he's losing to. Yeah, but Ron Truth pinned the Miz, so what are we talking about? I'm just saying, or truth rather, that 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 to me is like, well, I mean, does he have to keep taking these losses? We'll see how it, because even at the end, which we'll get to, they still took another loss, and I'm just like, how many more of these do they have to take? That one bothered me a little more than this one. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. A, a little bit. Well, let's get there. Uh, first, we have to wade through uh, the the match you fell asleep on, the Naomi versus Peyton Royce <laughs> here. I guess they're making up to Naomi to do this, but then... <sighs> then they brought in Asuka. Why is Asuka being involved in any of this crap with the with this situation? Look, I love Naomi. I think Naomi's being hard done here as well. But they, they, they're trying to push the Iconics. I get it. But, like, just here is a microcosm. All of you who love Peyton Royce and, and, and uh, Billy Kay, like, I respect you loving her, them totally. But look at when she does, when Naomi goes on the outside of the ring and hits her in the stomach Peyton Royce takes the hit, then just bends all the way down and stays there for m- multiple beats. But for Naomi, j- you know, jumps over and does what she does. And I'm just like, that's that's the thing that's missing. The timing here is important. If you want to give him a push, fine. But give him a push and make it reflect by the work in the ring. Like, I gave Carmella her due when she had that great match with Charlotte a couple weeks you ago. Did. I want to see the, the Iconics do that. I'm cool with the push. I like their gimmick. Show in the ring. Show it in the ring. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I get that. I mean... They're definitely. Uh, You're at the top of the roster, son. You yeah, got to bring no, it in the ring. They're definitely. I mean, the matches. Uh, obviously, you know, th- this wasn't anything special. You know, right. this wasn't anything to write home about. This wasn't anything uh, that's going to get any awards, any observer write ups, or yeah. anything like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I just it's one of those things where I feel like that they're just not being asked to do that. Like if they went out there and they put on some kind of five star match, it'd be like mm, that's weird. Like what are they doing out what? there? It'd be more weird if they were putting on five star matches because it'd be like. I, n- none of the people in WWE are putting on fight. Like, look at the B team. Look That's at true. everyone. I mean, the the the, the, yeah, the bar is right. at like two, three stars. You know, right. so like I don't and, and and so I don't. It doesn't bother me as much. Okay. I like that Naomi got her the win. Now yeah, me I too. like that they kind of gone back and forth. I, I didn't necessarily love Asuka being involved in the mix. Why is it? Why is the? Why is a championship level wrestler swinging in the mid card? The only thing I can think of is that they both just enjoy like glow in the dark paint. So that was, <laughs> you know they've got like that. Kind of vibe going for them. She's like, "Oh no, we we like glowy things, so we hang out." You yeah. know, uh, same reason why she's like cool with Jeff Hardy too. Yeah, I you know I I I really what I liked more was the social media push from Naomi, who made me actually care about this segment more than anyone. Oh. And I don't know if you saw it, no. but in the like days leading up to SmackDown this week, uh, she was tweeting all her like, all, all her former friends who used to be in WWE. Saying that like she was tired of the iconics, uh, you know, messing with her, and that she needed one of her friends back. Oh. So she, you know, she wrote to, um, you know, the former Funkadactyl. What was her name? Oh uh, yeah, Arianne, Arianne Andrew. Yes. She wrote her. She wrote Summer Rae. She wrote Melina. She wrote. Uh, Ooh, Melina, nice. she, she was writing like everyone. So like honestly, all of those <laughs> options 
were cooler to me than Oscar because it's like, right. what does Oscar care about this situation yeah. really? You know, but at the same time, I'm, I, I, it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, I understand those people aren't in the company yeah. right now, so it doesn't really quite make sense. Um, but it's the logic of it too. I get why. Like, I get when they went all the way back and were like, oh yeah, well the iconics. Like caused Oscar to lose her first match. Yes, I get you making that connection, but it's a really tenuous connection. It really to have her is. come out because it wasn't like and they recently are, knocked her out. No, of, and you like wrestling. dig back in your mind to remember that one. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I was wondering that, and I still didn't even feel like googling. I was like, is that why? Oh, okay, yeah. all right, that makes sense. I guess. Yeah, I mean. It, at the end of the day, this is all just an excuse to get the Iconics in Australia and yeah. so, you know, at the Super Showdown. So, so is, it, is this gonna? Is this what it's gonna be? Oscar they announced it after. Naomi? Oh, they announced it after. Yeah. Right. So it's oh, Oscar great, and Naomi. Great. And <laughs> versus I'm supposed to believe this is gonna be longer than a 30 second match. Okay. All right. Got it. Got <laughs> oh, it. you're gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I am. When the Iconics I, win, when they win, and they beat Naomi yes. and Oscar in Australia. Oh, you're gonna be sitting really. How come? We never have anyone win in their hometown, but the Iconics get to win in Australia. <laughs> I'll be one of those. Because they have to either have the Iconics or Buddy Murphy win. Buddy Murphy, I think, oh, is, yeah. is going up against uh, Cedric Alexander. So one of them has to win in Australia. They have both of them lose uh, at this giant super show they're doing. I'll so. be honest with you. I'd rather Buddy Mur- Murphy win. I'd be, I'd be down with that. I, I would be too, but I just think that... I feel they're going to do both, to be honest with you. Uh, as an Alexa Bliss fan, I can't help but cheer for Buddy Murphy. I have no choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, you're probably right. Damn it. Uh, something about the Samoa Joe promo. Did you watch that promo? Oh, yeah. Woo! Daddy, this is whole other level, level stuff. This whole other level stuff. What's going on between him and AJ? I love AJ fooling him. I love Joe thinking he had the better of him, and then AJ fooled him. And then they got into and they, usually they stop before the, the mat, or he rolls out of the ring, the heel does. Joe stayed and had the fight. It was great. They were going back and forth, the switching around, everybody doing the same moves. I loved it. And then uh, and then getting separated, and then Paige coming down, getting involved in it, all that kind of jazz. And then AJ doing the jump off the top ropes onto the refs and onto Joe. Uh, what did you think overall? So I, I, all the things that you said, yeah, they all make sense to me. They all fit into place. But I couldn't stop oh. thinking while I was watching this of how shitty of a dad uh, <laughs> AJ Styles is again. <laughs> Like, this guy said he was going to do a home invasion. He and did. one, I was a little disappointed we didn't get the home invasion. We did. Because I was, like, real pumped about it. It was, like, honestly the thing I was looking most forward to on SmackDown this week. And yeah. when he was standing in the ring, I was like, what, where, where, where'd the home invasion go? I right. thought I thought you were going there this time. And then when I heard what he said he wanted to scare me. Like, oh, okay, I guess. All right, I guess. Right. That but then when AJ was at the arena, I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. We were all led to believe. That Samoa Joe was going to do a home invasion last week. Yeah. You're telling me AJ Styles didn't stay at home for this home invasion that was going to happen to us? You, John Roca, if yeah. you had a family and children. Yes. And a crazy man told you. Do I? A, yep. <laughs> and a man who was acting like a serial killer yeah. about your family oh, said man. he was going to show up to your home. You'd be home I with would a be. bat waiting at the front door. I thought when they were doing like the via satellite thing that maybe he was going to be at home. Like, right. no, no, and and they tried to make up for it on commentary a little bit. I yeah. believe uh, one of them, I think it was a uh, sax, no, uh, Tom said something along the lines of like, "Oh, he must have brought his family here to the arena." Even worse, <laughs> even worse. Why? So you brought them That's to a very good point. That's like a serial killer saying, I'm going to kill you. And you'd be like, well, what's your address? What's your I'm going to bring my family over. <laughs> We're going to have this out. We're going to do this. I'm bringing Wendy. I'm bringing the other little girl. I want the kids to see what I do to bullies. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like to me, I was like, oh, why did he bring them? Like, why? 
<laughs> why wouldn't he just like hire a security? All of it made no sense. That's to me. brilliant. All of it made no sense to me. Uh, <laughs> but you know, yes, if I toss all logic aside and I, I ignore. Uh, all those things. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the segment. Uh, Joe has been killing it. The, yeah. the, cut, the little cut on his head made him look even crazier. Yeah, yeah. I liked. Uh, I like tough AJ. I like that we're finally getting the wrinkle of tough AJ. Yeah, we, it's, it's something we've needed to see from AJ this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like tough AJ um, is not the side of AJ we've really seen, and I right. like that it finally came about because of Samoa Joe, someone who we've already seen him wrestle so many times yeah. that now like. It brings a different layer to their, you know, decades-long tale against each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, decades-long tale is a great point. Yeah, two indie guys uh, bringing, you know, bringing it here to, to WWE, the main brand here, and doing what they can do. And so I, I like it, and I, I think it's it, these are the two perfect guys to bring it across. Like honestly, if you're going to run this kind of program, these are the guys that will really bring out the best of it and squeeze as much out or wring as much out of it as they can. So. I love that. But I see your point makes a good – you make a great point. <laughs> I know. I was just enjoying the fact that he outsmarted Joe, and I didn't think, well, what if he hadn't outsmarted Joe? Joe would have been waiting <laughs> yeah. to kill his family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, like or, what if Joe had, yeah. like, someone helping him? And then AJ doesn't know. Now he's brought his family he's there. He's got a mini Joe. Or he's there at his house. Like, none of it makes any yeah. sense at all. I was – that, that part was driving. But I still enjoyed it. I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not mad. It was just, it was just like the, the logic <laughs> person – like, the logic in my head was just like, uh, uh, but – uh, you know, yeah. also, you know, I talked when we were talking about the, during the All In recap, which you guys can also find on the YouTube channel, the last video we posted. Boom. Uh, <laughs> nice plug, yep. right? I'm getting better at those. <laughs> um, when we were talking in there, I talked about how much I love All In. I posted the clip of it, and yeah. I said that something along the lines of, uh, you know, I, I, when it's like a lot of the indie wrestling and New Japan or, or, or Ring of Honor or, or, or a lot of those companies, they're much more focused on the matches and less soap opera. And yeah. so, um, I feel like Joe and AJ have had so many good matches that you can tell they two are like two actors who have been doing the same thing for so many times yeah. that they're like stoked to kind of like sink their teeth into something that's a little bit different for their character. Like someone who's been doing a TV show for 20 years yeah. and then you get like a real juicy storyline. You're like, yeah, this is what I've been yeah, waiting yeah, for, yeah. you know? And so uh, it feels like that's what they, they have going here and they're both just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, agreed. Uh, well, let's move on to the Usos versus Rusev and Aiden English versus Sanity. Not, speaking of things getting buried, uh, Sanity loses this one. The Usos lose as well. I was reading online. A lot of people thought it was going to be obvious if they put the Russos over. But I, I Wait, guess the Usos. The, I'm sorry, the Usos. The Russos. <laughs> listen to me, Vince and uh, whatever his brother is. No, <laughs> the Usos. If they had put the Usos over, it was interesting to me. I, I thought that was like I don't. I wouldn't have had an issue with that if they put the Usos over. No, but I they think, haven't been near the tag team titles in quite some time. No, but I think the time. I think the better choice was Rusev Day in my opinion yeah? here, just because okay. they put so much effort into making them baby faces the past. You know, yeah, they finally which, decided which direction to go yeah, in. They, yeah, now yeah, they yeah. finally said, okay, we're going to make them faces. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that we finally got going in that direction because they should be getting a big push. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, like I don't think they're going to be the ones going to attack Tile no. Shop because it doesn't make sense them versus New Day yeah. as much. Um, it's going to be the bar. It's going to be the bar. And Aiden's going to mess it up again. He is. Or Lana is. Mm. Lana's going to mess up and cost Aiden to lose. That's certainly possible. They turn the tables around. Then what's Rusev going to do? And he breaks her. He puts <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> He'll be like, uh, what's her face uh, on uh, on Raw? I'm sick of Baldy. I'm done with Baldy. <laughs> yeah. Dana, Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke. <laughs> That's right. Dana, it'll be Dana Brooke. Um, but I thought I thought the match was a good match. It was an enjoyable match to watch for a tag team match for a six man tag. I was yeah, cool with it. It wasn't anything but, to like write home about exactly, or anything like that. Exactly. It you know, even at my it desk, passed I was, the time. Yeah, and I was like trying to keep paying attention to it. And yeah. Nothing really like you know stood out to me besides the fact that like. Yeah, that Vince just doesn't care about tag teams. Like yeah. the whole, that's all I was sitting there thinking, watching. Like and I know it's a six man tag, but I was just yeah. sitting there thinking, like, like what have they done with Sanity? Yeah, what it's like, I, like it's same with I just it's like the authors of pain. It's same thing. Yeah. Like, like you took out. Uh, why bring them up if you're not going to use them? Well, up? why bring them up by taking out one of the most entertaining qualities that comes from the act? Yes, and that was Nikki Cross. Yeah, and that was. Uh, Paul Ellering, you know, mm-hmm. Paul Ellering was the voice of the authors of pain. Yeah. You know, uh, Nikki Cross was like the fun, crazy part of, of sanity. Yeah. It was like their crazy little sister who they had to keep contained, like a little Luna. And I, I loved it. Why is Sarah Logan up and not Nikki Cross? Right? Like, I need to understand why that's happening. And nothing against Sarah. No, she's great Sarah's too. still green, though, whereas Nikki is commanding the rings when she's in there now. Yeah, I mean, she's taking that next step. I mean, I get the fact that they want to. They need to have a you know a strong female at the top of the card in NXT that's kind of like the veteran, but it's it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's more than time. Because I'm more, <laughs> I fear that much like uh, the authors of Pain, they're just gonna like uh, I, they're gonna stick like Paige in there as the mm-hmm. crazy sister. There, oh, we know we already know her, so we yeah. they don't need the Nikki Cross. We're gonna stick some girl you already know there in that role, and all of a sudden yeah. you know Naomi's crazy sister or something like that, crazy crazy Naomi Cross or something like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the glow so, situation. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, yeah, I, I, I that was the main thing I couldn't stop focusing on during this match, which is like man. Why they call? Like, why, why don't they just let them do what they were doing? Th- that's the thing that's frustrating, right? Because you have to ask yourself: Are they purposefully doing? Like, why haven't they built up the characters, built up storylines, given them like crazies? There's so much precedence in past tag teams or factions coming into the roster and doing the things they were doing. Even the NWO and the limited amount of time they had on WWE still caused one of the greatest destructions of the Rock you've ever seen. It was incredible. So memorable. And they almost had Stone Cold. And if, if DX has done that multiple times. If, even Evolution has. Uh, Nation of Domination has some great... So to me, if you're not going to bring up the factions and let them do what they need to do at the cost of the wrestlers that have already been there because you're, because either you're worried about the wrestlers not doing it or they, they grousing about putting another this is a whole company man everybody's got to put people over and so like this idea that you don't want to do this with, with sanity makes no sense because why did you bring them up if like you said why bring them up if you're not like let them do exactly what they got known for doing in nxt it makes no sense well and it's interesting too because i think the reason that people get called because clearly they can wrestle and they're fun to watch when they're heels well, clearly like the disconnect is between vince and triple h I mean, the yeah. disconnect is clearly, the, you know, Triple H sees it as one way. Vince sees it as one way. We see the difference. You yeah. know, we see the way Triple H does it's it on NXT. Clear. He's clearly in charge there. Yeah. Uh, we see the difference in the main roster. You know, Vince is a 70-something-year-old man. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I cannot exp- – I, I do not know one 70-year-old man, not one, who is in touch with what people want to see. Yeah. You know, and I love you know, I love WWE. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And I know that he surrounds some other people, but at the end of the day, you can see the difference between yeah. the two. You I really mean, can. you can see an, an all-in, for example, the way it's run, how it's different. It feels young. So yeah. does NXT. Um, this is one of those things where I just like don't understand where it's like, why 
why mess something that was working? Yeah. Just let it let it do its thing. It's like Matt Hardy. Yeah. Why mess something that's work, that was working? Let it let it try. Give it a chance at least. Yeah. Like don't you gave it a chance and people enjoyed mm-hmm. the chance that you gave it. Everyone yeah. enjoyed when it was on Raw and that we had a yeah. deletion thing. Yeah. And then we've never seen it again. Right. Like it's so. Yeah. It, 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 it's frustrating. This, and that was really honestly all I could think about while I was watching this match. I was just thinking like, man. Yeah. What is what is sanity yeah. right now? They have no they have no character definition besides those vignettes they played. Kind of it's yeah. it's yeah it's like you're you, uh, in NXT they explained who these guys were very well. You got their characters. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what their characters are right now. Well, why bring again? Why bring them up to fill a slot that you could have taken any other tag team to bring up to fill? It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. No, especially but, if you want to change them. Yeah, and especially someone like Eric Young, man. Eric Young, you can say what you want about AJ and Samoa Joe and all these other guys. Eric Young's put his time in oh, as yeah. well. In multiple federations for years on the indie circuit, and he makes every gimmick work. Yep. No matter how stupid or insane or strange, he's a nutty dude, probably in real life, and that voice is, is great. So whatever he does, there's an authenticity to the lunacy of whatever they, whatever angle they add him do. So to take that away, it just doesn't make any sense. He he does seem to be the one that Vince likes the most so far. I'm sure. Well, it does feel that a way. Worker. Yeah, it yeah. does. It, it, it does feel to me when I'm looking at it like Vince at least. To be honest, I feel like that's why they got brought up. Is that like oh. Eric Young is a player who should be on the main roster, whether. Right. You know, he sinks or swims, give him a shot type of thing. Like, because wow. okay. at a certain point, Eric Young doesn't feel like a perfect fit for the young roster of NXT. Yeah. So I also see that too. And Eric Young has been knocking it out of the park. You yeah. know, like I, man, I'm a huge Eric Young fan. So, yeah. uh, and Killian Dane, all, all the whole group. Yes. I just feel like I, I just wish they were allowed to do the things that were getting them over before. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, that's gonna be, it's going to be New Day versus Aiden English and Rusev. We'll see how that plays out. I've, I'm with you. I think the New Day – I mean, I think uh, the bar is going to take care of them, knock them out, and then the bar will face the New Day. And that's going to be a fantastic yeah. match, and that's the way it should go down. All right, well, we went back to uh, – we went back in time with R-Truth taking on The Miz next. But first, we had The Miz and Maurice cut their promo about Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella, and then they were interrupted by Carmella and R-Truth. And uh, well, so who's the other guy that was, the guy that was uh, watching? Uh, the Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, that's right. And then they had their uh, exchange. This is probably the most I've enjoyed Ty Dillinger doing this part. I feel like Ty Dillinger's trying to be funny, but he he's like a, just a half a beat off on some of his time. <laughs> yeah, like when, really he said, like when he said, like, uh, praise Kid Rock yeah, or pra- something yeah. like Whatever he said about Kid Rock. Yeah. Like or in, last the, week. in the loving name of Kid Rock or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or last week when he was like, this is my life. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 man, just hit it as soon as he's walking away. Well, you know what's funny? It's like uh, the the fact that they had him paired up. They had the fact that it's it's R Truth and Ty Dillinger kind of being like a little buddy duo right now. Yeah, running into Miz, who was like, <laughs> you know, when Miz and Truth were at that point. Yeah, even though Miz had won a title and was much further in his, you know, yeah. much not further, much at a much higher point in his career. Um, I do think they were in similar places. Miz was a little cheesy at the time, yeah. uh, finding his role again on the main roster. I was done with Miz at that time. Yeah, me too. I think yeah. a lot of people were. And this was really like when he was trying to new things out a little, trying to be a little different than what he'd been doing in the past. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I remember being a big fan of Miz and R-Truth. Yeah. I, with that pairing at first was like one of those ones where you go like, really? Like Miz and R-Truth? Like, really? And then it ended up being really entertaining. Yeah. Um, so I liked the little nostalgia factor there. R-Truth, man... He's just been killing it. He's an he's, MVP, man. He really is. <laughs> he's so funny. Him coming up and calling Maurice uh, Carmella that yeah. whole time, yeah. I was 
dying. It was like, brilliant. It was so, and then he was like, wait. When he was like, wait, you're married to Carmella? And it was like, no, like, what are you doing? That, that stuff had me cracking up. And I always, oh. I always liked the little throwbacks like that. I yeah. mean, Miz and Truth, you know, was never the, the most famous tag team. Right. But I think they really did help each other out at a time when the two of them were trying to figure things out. Cause yeah. Isn't that even when little Jimmy came around? Yeah. That's yeah. when little Jimmy first came around, <laughs> right? And little Jimmy saved our truth's career. Oh my god! I mean, little, absolutely. He was like really dead in the water yeah. at the time of little Jimmy, and yeah. b- before little Jimmy. And when little Jimmy came around, everything really seemed to change. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can make comparisons to him and Booker in this way. Booker found his thing as well. The thing that he worked for him. Tell me, you did not say that, or the book, or the King Booker thing. He, both him and our truth, find ways in in a company that's historically not that favorable to blacks or African American wrestlers, giving them storylines, giving them stuff to do. Obviously, the Rock is the kind of counter to that in the Nation of Domination back in Attitude Era. But consistently, it's not. So to have them find their way across in the New Days, which is fantastic, you get those moments. You really cheer for those wrestlers getting those little things. You don't know if it's going to work initially. And when it does, you're like, oh, thank God. Because that little Jimmy thing was hilarious. Oh, yeah. that that honestly, Was that little Jimmy? When he was holding the rope open for little Jimmy, I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> it was genius. Yeah, no, I remember that. I, I remember the time. I, I mentioned once that like our truth used to be one of those who I fast-forwarded through. And and, oh, and yeah. then at, when little Jimmy came around, that changed everything. Yep. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, little Jimmy was awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. That, you know, that's one in twenty years that they're totally oh. going to call back on of when, when, when our truth comes out and does stuff. Like <laughs> he's going to like thank little Jimmy in his Hall of Fame speech one day and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, so I liked getting a little bit of a, of, of a throwback there. Yep. Also. Uh, I think it was last week I talked about how I hoped that, that all of this R-Truth Carmella stuff was leading to R-Truth versus Carmella. Um, but I like even more so <laughs> yeah. that that uh, mixed match challenge is coming back and now R-Truth and Carmella are going to be a team. <laughs> I, I think that's great. This is this, And this may be Vince... Like, look, if you know the boss, you know the boss, you get some perks. Oh, yeah. And like you were saying, which I didn't know, R-Truth is really good friends with Vince. Yeah. This could be Vince giving him a run here, exactly. just having fun with him and whatever. And he does this with Goldust all the time as well. He gives him these little mini runs and puts him with people that – and with R-Truth – listen, that was great. R-Truth and Goldust was hilarious yeah. to me, the whole process of it, uh, the golden truth, whatever it was called. And so you got this now in this situation. This could be his way of maybe helping Carmella get a little more over, getting her more personality and getting fans behind her because she's a great heel. That's true. But people were starting to turn on her in a, ne- in a negative way, yeah. in a volatile way. Uh, and and so to me that uh, I think maybe they sensed that they were losing what they were trying to create with her and so putting her with with our truth makes her softer in a way makes her funnier makes her more interesting gives her a chance to shine with her personality and her timing uh, and so maybe this is the logic here going forward to expect because initially I was like oh this is kind of our truth not really on the roster like uh, like I know he's a, in, on it but he's not really on it <laughs> and so to pair her with with our truth is weird but this may be the reason why because well, he makes it work with everyone and, and I pairs also, them up. I also remember she, to me, was she, Carmella was one of the highlights of last year's Mixed Match Challenge, her pairing with uh, New Day when right. she was her and Big E. Those things they used to do where they were doing like those workout videos yeah. they were doing together and they, they, they had a whole string of videos. Those were all great. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to Carmella doing that now with uh, with our truth. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we get, let's get to the match. Uh, you had them come down. You had our uh, uh, almost and uh, well, you had I'm sorry. You had uh, 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 truth versus. Uh, Wait, versus we the get Miz? to that. Before okay. we get to that, I feel like you left out one thing okay, that, that was that was in the show this week, and I wanted to get your thoughts on. Okay. Um, and that was the the vignettes for Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Did you oh, watch those? Oh, yes, yes. You know. 
I feel like okay. WWE. I felt like there was this little beard, this little period of time where I didn't give a shit about the vignettes. Okay. Like, and I always, you know, WWE has always been kind of in the past, you know, yeah. 15, 20 years or whatever, um, much more synonymous with cool vignettes. Like, yes. people love the vignettes from WWE. There's ones that people love forever that talk about how great they were. I felt like they've been kind of slacking in, in recent years okay. where I, like, kind of just felt like stuff kind of rushed together to fill time on the air. Right. Um, this package, and I remember I liked Daniel Bryan Miz one recently. There yeah. were recent packages on SmackDown. They used to be what they were known for, man. Yeah, they, people, great people loved the vignettes yep. that, that were like hyping different matches. Um, I felt like this vignette was along those lines. The, you know, mm-hmm. I liked that it was like the same vignette with different. It had the same look but different music, and Jess yeah. was very like you know, uh, it had a different vibe to it. it much more, like, deep, dark, heroic. Like, yeah. I, I liked it, you know, and it was, like, intense. It had a real intense vibe to it. Um, you know, showing, like, you know, he, everyone knows what I'll do at a Hell in a Cell and reminding you of that kind of stuff. Because, you know, we've talked about how Jeff maybe isn't necessarily the best on the mic. Yeah. But I think that he shines much, much, much more when he is in a backstage segment where mm-hmm. it's pre-taped, like a pre-taped thing where yep. he's got like, you know, he can do one or two takes and make sure he gets it right. Yeah. Um, those are, I, I always think he is really good at those, like yeah. uh, more than the rest of the times, like when he's got a chance to like work on it in a dark room and, you know, and like, yeah. and not like a hundred thousand people in front of him or whatever. So I know it's not that many people, but you know what I mean? Uh, 10,000 <laughs> people in front of him or whatever. So, um, right. so yeah, so I think that. Um, both of these promos, the Randy Orton one did a good job putting over the fact that Randy Orton is uh, at his edge, that he's, yeah. that he's ready to kill someone, that, that he and that person is Jeff Hardy. Um, so props to the WWE video department. I thought those were great. I, did, I loved them. Did you like the Charlotte Flair Becker one? Did you like the back and forth? Oh, yeah. We forgot about that, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, I did. You know what I thought? I, what I liked about what it? Did you... <laughs> no, no. I did. I liked it. I liked okay, it. All right. What I liked about it is that it's, I mean, I liked that they aren't... I like they're both elevating themselves. Yes, they're both elevating themselves right now. You know, the the the, the way this is going, um, it seems like they're pulling a little bit back on the heel side of, mm-hmm. of Becky, yep. and instead kind of making them both the heel here, where like, yep. well, I guess not pulling back on the heel, but they're kind of just equal healing it up yeah. because they're both in a bad because they're in a fight. They're in a fight. These are friends, yep. and you know what? I think the friend who you've gotten into it with. Who you've been like the homies with for a really long time? Yeah. Finally, get into a bursting point is a much more relatable storyline than you know Becky being mad that Charlotte won fair. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that always that bothered took me. her spot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why I was so confused when people were you know rebelling against it because I was looking yeah. at it like. Well, if my friend did that to me, I'd be like, fuck that person, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. as much as I love Becky Lynch, I mean, I'm talking character-wise. If yeah. that was me as Charlotte, I'd be like, fuck that person, you know? Like, they're the bad guy. Um, when I watch this now, it's much less like someone's supposed to be a bad guy or a good guy. And definitely both of them are much more along the lines of, like, you are my friend. I, You know, like, friends have those problems. Yeah. I, I have a friend I haven't spoken with in – a best friend I haven't spoken with in, like – I don't know, a year. And we do this. We have this, like, thing where, like, oh, wow. something bad will happen. And you guys will go at it. And then we'll, like, argue and get mad at each other. And yeah. then go, like, a really long time without talking to each other because both <laughs> of us don't want confrontation. And then finally one day oh, we'll kind of, like, re- we cool now? Yeah, yeah, we're cool now, you know? But, right. But if we both worked in the same place, we'd have to hash it out in a hell in a cell. Yeah. That's the only way of me course. and Scott could handle this, you know? So, uh, so yeah, you know, I have, you know, so I get it, yeah. I, I, you know. Uh, especially as someone who, you know, 
I was very much resonating with the character of Becky Lynch here, where it was mm-hmm. like, where where she was saying like, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm tired of all this. I'm just gonna beat you up. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like we're we're not doing this. You know, it's been very hard being your friend for five, you know, for five yeah. years or whatever. Like, you know, I've, I'm always trying to have to cover your tracks, handle your shit. You know, like right. be your friend. You know, and I, and it was interesting because that that was the kind of stuff that resonated with me for yeah. once. And it, and it does feel like they're less trying to make you boo Becky Lynch and more just trying to add an edge to her character, which I like. I mean, the fact that she was. You know, saying like "shut up" and yeah. like that kind of like she had like a real like badass vibe to her, mm-hmm. and I, that's what I liked most about it. A naturally badass vibe. She had the pursed lips. She's kind of looking down like the whole time, like this, doing the whole thing that she was doing, which I like. And she was able to defend herself in a way, or like go after Charlotte in a way that was relatable, yeah. right? Because you, you, like you said, you've been in those situations. No one knows better how to say the mean things or the things that like really uh, can get under your skin than a best friend or totally. a family member, right? Hundred percent. And they're the ones that expose the things you do kind of that you don't maybe want to face that you do and you know you do but you don't want to be called out on it that you do they know how to bring that up and it seemed like that was the the vibe both between both of them back and forth even charlotte with her sarcastic clap at becky like that was like damn yeah she's not not taking any kind of gut and i think that's great because you're having both of these people like charlotte has to put becky over right and because charlotte has been heel and face multiple times and super successful both both versions of it you Becky, this is kind of Becky's first foray into well, being it's, it's heel for a while. Swim for Becky at exactly. this point. It's not exactly. sink or swim for Charlotte. She really no. does have to help her friend here. Exactly. And you can tell that that's what they're doing. They're both kind of bringing their A-games in these promos and, and from a place that's believable, understandable, and relatable. And that's really important because then fans can actually have their own fights about who the hell, what side they're on. Like, oh, Becky's being a, a sourpuss. She doesn't want to face the fact she can't win the big one. Charlotte's being a jerk because she's not understanding her friend is suffering in this moment. Blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot that you can use here, which I thought was genius. Yeah, yeah, no, overall. A- absolutely. And I always like when they do those, uh, you know, side by side interviews. Yes. I like the that that the vehicle for, Yeah, it always looks good. And I, for once, yes. I felt like it didn't drag on too long. Mm. I thought it ended right when it needed yep. to, and then they still like, okay, we're done. And you've all been in that thing where like you want to get the last word yeah, in yeah. over your the person you're angry at. So it was like, well, okay, cool, but but but, and then like you know, one had chime in the other was like, okay, but but, but and it was like they're like, okay, guys, we're done here, we're done. Like turn off, you know. <laughs> it was genius. I thought that was well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's perfect. Well, anyway, so the last match, our truth versus the Miz. Uh, <laughs> How crazy is that? Our truth was in the main event. In 2018, 2018, that dude is like a Jeff Jarrett. Like we were, t- like, I know we've already kind of mentioned this episode, yeah. but, but Jeff Jarrett is so similar in t- in terms of like he always survives. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett always survives. You always see him pop up. He's always something. He's at All In. He's at Starcast. He's at DNA. Yeah. He's at Impact. He's at the Hall of Fame. He's literally everywhere. Our Truth, man. Like, how old is Our Truth? Like, man, he is fifty-two. Is that how old he is? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like yeah. it. And so you know, th- the fact that he's even around. At all is yeah. impressive. Yeah. I mean, he's been around WWE for a long time. Yes. A long and time. And not just WWE. WCW. TNA. And then before TNA. He's yeah. done the time. All of it. And, yeah. and somehow. And he keeps surviving. He's still entertaining. People are still saying, what's up? <laughs> I, that How is that on, possible? That, that cracked me up on commentary when Corey Gray said yeah. something along the lines of like, he's been asking for 10 years what's up and still doesn't know the answer to it. That part, had, when Corey Gray said that, that I was, was dying. I was dying. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, props <laughs> to R-Truth, man. Props to r And it was a good match. It was a good match. I was like, wait. Not only is he in a main event, but it was a good match. Yeah, yeah. Truth is 46 years old, 46. son. 46. 46. Damn. In a main event match at SmackDown. In, against it. 
a top guy right now, one of the top guys on the roster. Props to him. Yeah, yeah. You Good were... match. And he got he got he, he got a lot of shit from the commentary team. Corey Graves loves, relishes these kinds of moments oh, where yeah. he can really go in on a wrestler, all in on a wrestler. He totally did on on our truth. But it was like you said, it was a good back and forth. He had a couple of spots where he really could have beat the Miz with some great moves. Miz, of course, countered as well a couple of times. And and then having and then have, of course having Maurice on the outside flipping out about everything was really fun to watch. And and then and then Daniel Bryan and uh, uh, Bree come out to kind of interrupt the situation. Uh, it, it distracts Miz and he loses. I didn't think that we needed a resolution in the match. So the pin, I understand the pin. I just didn't think we needed it. They're there to serve the overall purpose of or the overall storyline of Daniel and and Miz. So you, you don't need to see Miz to lose. It's not going to be tomorrow or the next one's show. He's going to be like, I lost to R-Truth. Damn it. Damn it. You know, no one's going to care. Well, yes, I agree with you. But I think we have, since we've talked about the fact that, that Miz is Teflon, like Miz can lose doesn't matter. It's true. That's I, true. I do think that our truth getting a main event win is cool for our truth career. True. The fact that he's not only in the main event, but he's winning a main event in yeah. 2018 at his age. I mean, and the fact that he, you know where he is on the totem pole yeah. of, of the card. You know, I mean, I can. I'm trying to remember like other, but there are times on Raw where you're like, um, who was it when that like a Heath Slater? Like when Heath Slater was oh, in the main yeah, event of Raw yeah. and he won, and everyone yeah. was like. It was like this whole thing, like you know. Everyone's like, so I get it, you know. Yeah. Like, I was cool with it. I was like, oh, good for our truth. The little reward for yeah. the good work that you've done, and the sure. fact that you're coming back, that you're not retiring at 46 just because you, ha- you know, because you had another surgery. That yeah. you instead have a new lease on life and want to go for another five, ten years. That's so cool. So I, yeah. I, I was cool with the with the with the win. Um, less cool with making yeah. Andrade and Zelina the foil yeah. again here yeah. because, like, I. I was cool with them losing in the match, and I get them then coming back again later to try yeah. and attack Dana Bryan to get some revenge. But it's just like we're gonna. Why are we? Why are we using them as uh, to help get Dana Bryan and Bree even more over again? They're already yeah. over. Yeah. Like we, that, that didn't do anything. Like yes, it was. It looked visually cool seeing them both do the finishing move or whatever the right. DS lock. But at the end of the day, yeah, I was like that could have been served best. With Ms. Maurice just fine. Like, Absolutely. I, I didn't think it needed to be Andrade and Zelina. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that completely. It, it was a little frustrating over and over again to have them be in the situation that they were last night. I was just like, at some point, they don't, they're don't. they no longer a threat if you keep quashing the threat. Yeah. So uh, I, I would have liked it if, if uh, Zelina and almost had gotten the best of Daniel and Bree. And I get you're still pitching the Daniel Bree collection. I get it, but... The fans are already over with it. We're and, cool with and, it. And like, there just was, give, and us, there, give and, us something to climb over. They're good, better as underdogs. And they had an advantage. Yeah, like, it would have made sense. Exactly. Like, if they came in the hit, and then, you know, Daniel fought back for a second, but then right. Miz came and hit him, and then they two-on-one, right. both of them, so it would be two women on one on both sides. Yeah. That would have made, I thought that would have done better than, especially because it would have been Agreed. set up the whole episode, like, this whole running thread yeah. this episode was, like, Daniel Bryan and The Miz, or, you know, two couples kind of, like, missing right. each other at the restaurant, or not at the restaurant, right. and, and such, so, <laughs> so and so forth. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would have preferred to see Andrade yeah. on top, as opposed to on bottom twice. Yeah, yeah. It was a little frustrating at the end, but I mean, it just sets up what we're going to get that match eventually with uh, Daniel Bryan and Miz and Maurice and uh, uh, Brie Bella, but uh, overall, I thought it was an enjoyable uh, SmackDown. It wasn't the greatest SmackDown. We, I think last week was a better SmackDown, to be honest with you. So this one just kind of is pushing the storylines as we're getting closer to Hell in a Cell. We'll see how this goes on, but I I, I, I like, like you, I like the vignettes. I like the Samoa Joe stuff with AJ. 
Um, I liked uh, uh, a little more uh, going on here with – I liked Oscar coming back. I didn't like the fact that she came back in that situation. But I do like the fact that now she's back in the, uh, on TV and back in the mix. I enjoy that as well. Um, and we'll see what happens uh, uh, You know, the, with because uh, we've been kind of cheering on Rusev a little bit just to have them figure out what the hell to do with him. <laughs> yeah. And now that they have, we, we can now kind of settle in and go forward on yeah. this on the face turn. Uh, anything else you want to say to wrap up here? No, I think you kind of hit all the points right okay. there. I, I'm looking forward to you know next week. Week. I think you know when I have a pay per view that I have, that I watch. It's hard it, as the week wears on. Yeah. It gets harder and harder to keep my attention because it's like so you know <laughs> yeah. five hour pay per view that I did over the weekend and three hours of Raw. So that two hours um, it helps that it's smaller and it's got to be like yeah. it, it's got to impress uh, on a weekend like this. And so it didn't do bad. I enjoyed yeah. it. I liked what it was very much. So all right. Well, there's our Collider Body Slam SmackDown Live recap. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought about the show in the comments section below. What did you think? Do you think I'm insane for hating the Iconics as much as I do? Or do you think uh, do you think Ryan is, is, sm- is smart and right about a lot of his opinions on all these matches here? Do you like that? I Let am. us see. <laughs> Damn right he is. Let us know in the comment section below. And uh, Ryan, where do you where, tell everybody where they're going to follow us? Uh, you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on all social media. The website's ProWrestlingSheet.com. It's at Wrestling Sheet on all social media as well. Uh, the YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. If you're watching me on video, uh, you over there, the one I'm pointing at, <laughs> uh, then please subscribe while you're here to the show uh, or the channel. Yeah. Uh, the, it really helps a lot. Uh, we just hit 6,000 subscribers. We've gained like a few thousand since we started doing That's these recaps. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, very, very happy with the reactions and the, and the reception to all of this. Um, please, please subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Uh, I, it, it, sh- it shows the people in here that you guys are enjoying these 45-minute to an hour episodes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and just in general, I, 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 I appreciate the support. So please, please subscribe. And also, if you're watching the videos, go check us out. On, or go check out our audio feeds. It's on Podcast One, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I don't think we're on Spotify right now. But, we're on, but yeah. we're on most of the other ones. Uh, you can check us out there. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio. Uh, we've got... My, you know, this show, we've got Wrestling Sheet Radio, which is the flagship show. We've got Top 5 with Kevin and James. I fucked up and forgot to put last week's episode up. They let me know. I was, <laughs> uh, that was a mistake on my part. Uh, and then this weekend, ho- I believe this weekend, we'll be having the first episode of Aaron Turner and Rachel Evans's Collider Body Slam. Yeah. Best of the Rest show. I'm excited about that. Uh, I believe they're going to be talking about the May Young Classic since that starts tonight. Uh, we might not have really time on these shows to recap it. So yeah. uh, I think they're going to talk about it on Best of the Rest as well. Uh, and for those of you who are watching, YouTube. If you're on here and you're checking out other things on YouTube, check out Collider Collider Videos. They've got ton of stuff on there. Uh, movie talk, all, all sorts of shows uh, that you as a as a movie nerd will very much enjoy. Uh, there's also Collider Quick Hits, Collider Sports, Collider Games. There's like Collider everything. So <laughs> so go there, check them out. Uh, your support of Wrestling Sheet and Collider is a huge help. Collider runs, owns ProWrestlingSheet.com. They help us do these videos. They, they make it so all of this is possible. So go support them in return uh, and support the Collider uh, sports stuff that yeah. you guys have been doing. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun being on the Collider Sports YouTube channel and podcast feed. Go over there. I know a lot of stuff has been on the factory feed. It is about to move over into Collider Sports. iTunes feed have its own feed so we can put up even more content about sports, talking about all the breaking stories and all the stuff we're doing. You know, Collider Sports time. All the shows, Premier League recap, everything that's happening there. So, and there's more coming. So, go and subscribe there. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. Did you already give you your handle? I did. Yes. That's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks everybody for watching this week, and we will see you next time on Collider Body Slam. ProWrestlingSheet.com.
We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for. And done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face. And done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.